Hey, hey, hey. What's up, pal? Uh, you know what? I like this little midday podcasting, baby. You know, it's very weird to get a call from you like so early in the day, eager to do a podcast. Uh, you know, so this is, is like... Is it? It, it? Well, you know, it's it's just, it's a new year. It's a new you. I got notes. I got, I mean, I got it all. <laughs> yeah. So, so... <laughs> So uh, I I know we uh, you already called for the uh, update with me, but uh, so you're uh, you you haven't uh, had a backslide yet on your uh, your two day diet here. No, day three. Uh, <laughs> I fasted. I fasted Monday. I fasted. Uh, oh no, wait, what's today? Not Monday. I fasted Tuesday. I fasted Wednesday, and I fasted Thursday. I haven't had. I haven't eaten in three days. One meal a day, pal. Oh, I'm oh, you're well, you're saying you fasted. You listed three days, or like you, you haven't eaten in three days. Well, I will tell you, I, uh, I've had one meal a day. Okay, one meal. Okay, that's that's a big difference from twelve. So I assume that well, that you're going a through a, a sh- right. little bit of a shock here. Well, it's a big difference from twelve meals. It's also a big difference from probably like nine million carbs and calories. So I mean, I had to be powering down ten thousand calories a day. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> to, Easily. To, to hit those numbers so quickly you would think so <laughs> right so you know i i had a I yesterday i think i i'm probably not having enough calories because i think i only had like a uh, thousand yesterday so yeah well maybe a thousand last night but you know you're you're, you're like a you're like a, a fat boy developing some severe eating disorders here <laughs> I figure once I get started, I can kind of settle back into a so, pattern. Here. I'll tell you. I'll tell you a story. This uh, this guy we used to know. Um, his name's uh, his nickname was Stacks, uh, and I don't nickname. nickname. And I don't remember what it was from. If it was it was just in reference to stacks of pancakes or something, or uh, or like uh, he did autographs. So maybe it was like. A stack of photos kind of thing you know right. um but he used to be tremendously overweight he was a tall guy but he was also tremendously tremendously overweight to the point where at one uh at one time we were around like uh the icp guys at, at one of the wcw shows and they were like talking to him about how, trying to help him uh lose weight and <laughs> And offering <laughs> suggestions and stuff. And he got... That's uh, pretty bad weight if ICP, Insane Clown Potsy, is offering you weight loss. Yeah, when, when Shaggy Too Dope is offering you, uh, you know, help right. in, in any area of your life, you're probably... <laughs> right. Right. I can imagine their weight loss program involved lots of cocaine and like Red Bull or something. Yeah, it, it's... Yeah, just it just cut back on the Fago. But uh, right. <laughs> I don't think they make diet Fago. You know what I mean? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Judging from the uh, the size right. of the, uh, the the clown posse out there, right. what do they call those people? The uh, juggalos. Yeah. The juggalos. Juggalos. Yeah. That's right. Right. So uh, he got the that gastric bypass thing that yeah. one of our friends that we don't talk about anymore. Uh, <laughs> I was just about to say, it. <laughs> damn you! Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he. Oh, someone's got a call. Uh, yeah, they got the button. They got the button. The baby, button on live. On the the button. So he got the gastric bypass thing, you right. know, whatever you call it, stomach stapling, whatever. 
and uh, the lap band. And uh, after that, he had he lost like a he lost a ton of weight. He became real thin, you know. Like and, and then with that saggy skin thing going on and whatever. But right. he uh, he got real thin, but developed this just terrible eating habit where like like we you know it was like five or six years later and we connected back up with him in in orlando for like we were up there for like tna or something and uh he stayed with us in our hotel room for the night and you know went to eat with us and drove up with us and all that and like just the most neurotic fucking eating he was like he was eating but like no calories so he would have like he would get salad right and he would dress it with mustard. What? Because there's no calories. Because there's no calories. Right. He would. He went out, uh, and came back for, for breakfast, and had bought like, a whole thing of rice cakes that he ate, uh-huh. and was drinking coffee all day. And then, um, at one point, he also had bought, like a twenty-four pack, of those. Uh, sugar-free jello cups and just right. just went through them over the course of like a day so he was that's a weird eating habit yeah it was habit. like it was like no there were no calories going into his system right. and, he, and he looked like he was sluggish it looked like he had no energy he looked like yeah, he, i feel that <laughs> he, looked, he looked like he was about to fall over at any time so it was like i was like jesus this guy's gonna just drop dead of malnutrition right yeah, so then he got, I will tell you I I do feel uh super sluggish today. So don't I be So don't be stacks is what I'm saying. Well, I, I feel sluggish today though. Very very sluggish today. Very slow and very So I may have to, I may I may eat two meals today. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's a big deal. So uh so uh I guess that's enough of that. Uh what what else you got on your uh, little list there? Uh, so I did. I did want to just. I I'm glad you started with it because I did want to talk about how I'm I'm day three in and I feel I'm sleeping better. I don't have acid reflux already. Like it's gone. Like I'm I'm moving fast. I'm I'm quick on my feet. I, it's a game changer. Three hey, days in. Well, how can you be quick on your feet and sluggish at the same time? Today I just feel tired. I'm very tired today. I'm just I'm like I just got I got no energy a little bit like. But, you know, if I sit at the desk, I was starting to doze off. I had to get up and walk around a little bit. That's it's so. a, it's impressive you even showed up for work. I did. I mean, you know, I had some stuff. Out of so that what I, I, I guess that one pair of pants is clean. Uh, so it's funny because you're going to think I'm crazy, but I've peed so much the last three days or well, two days. I woke up this morning and I said, let me try the jeans on. And they're, they're falling off me a little bit. Oh, I, calm I, down. I You've been on I must diet. have dropped a couple pounds in water. Calm down. You've been on diet three days, and the clothes are falling off of you already. It's Here we water. go. It's all water, pal. It's yeah. coming right out of me. 40 pounds of water. <laughs> I'm pissing and shitting like nobody's business. Oh. Yeah. So, I'm just, I, listen, I'll be back down to the weight that you're at uh-huh. in no time. Uh-huh. You'll fall off the wagon before I do. I, this is a this is a familiar story that you're saying, but but here I am down at two twenty, uh, looking well, up. Sometimes I've got to give you hope to make you not like. This is just I am taking one for the team so that you feel good about yourself. 
I don't think it's about that. It's I just really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to just heap tremendous amounts of fat shaming upon you on a daily basis. <laughs> Yeah, that is, that is your that is your thing. So. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, but uh, yeah, no, I I was uh, looking through my notes here, uh, you know, new new year, new me, and uh, this morning, and something that's in my notes, I I happened again this morning, and it made me think about it. And I said, I really got to tell the story, and uh, it's about our good friend Peppermint Jack. Oh, we didn't tell the Peppermint Jack story yet. <laughs> It's <laughs> this is a this is a from back in your California days, right? So Peppermint Jack was a uh, I used to work out at California Family Fitness, um, and they had a sauna, and I loved the sauna to death. I wish I had one here. Uh, and in the sauna was uh, in the sauna was like seating around the edges you could sit in the bottom or you could sit at the top everybody said sat at the top you kind of like put your feet at the bottom well uh there was a guy that used to come in there and he would come in and first of all there's a couple things about him he he was probably in his maybe his 50s right well, i would say about his 50s because i'm 40 now so now like he can't be in his 40s there's no way right he's older than me so <laughs> He was about in his fifties. He would always have his, you know, his shirt off. Well, now that would uh, be fair. You're just yeah. barely forty. You're like forty by right. a few days. He could. So maybe be. this guy was like his late forties. Right. I mean, okay. like, don't disqualify the entire decade just because you are now in it. <laughs> I, I mean, late forties, early fifties. Is okay. that better? Yeah, well, however, you want to tell the story. I'm just saying. Okay. So he would come in there, and he'd have his no shirt on. He'd always have his headphones on. And uh, he was a chatty fella. He liked to talk, um, but he would have his headphones in. So every time he would talk, he'd be really loud. And we'll get to that in a second. But uh, go in there, and he would always have this like, like these like mineral like oils, or what do you call them? Essential oils, I guess. Yeah, sure. Is that what you call them? And he would like fling them on the walls if he was like the priest giving like a baptism, and it was peppermint, and he would throw it on the walls, and uh, he was like adamant that this peppermint on the walls in the sauna would be like the best thing ever for you and it, like I, maybe it was but it clearly said when you entered the sauna the sign said no you're not allowed to throw peppermint on the walls and it was a sign <laughs> like the sign said no no peppermint throwing i and, i feel like that sign was made specifically for him right and it literally says that it can ruin the sauna and that if you broke the sauna, you would uh, you would have to pay for it. You'd be kicked out. Your membership would be revoked. But but he came in and he would he would do it like a baptism. It didn't care. He didn't care if there was two people in there by himself or if it was full packed ten people. If nobody else wanted it, it didn't matter to him. He would do it. Peppermint Jack. That's what we called him. He'd throw it on there. But one day I was texting you. I was telling you guys about you it. Every every time right. you'd be texting us from in the sauna going, Peppermint Jack is back. And like right. he's flinging. And that's the nickname we yeah. gave him. Peppermint yeah. Jack. Right. That was his nickname. So Peppermint Jack, he was in there. So a uh, couple things about Peppermint Jack besides the peppermint. Then I'll get to why I'm telling the story. So he, he there was two things. One. He would listen to the same fucking song every time in the sauna. And the song was 
by that DJ. I I don't know if it was a marshmallow guy or or DJ uh, David Guetta. The song is I Want You To Be Happier. That's the song. Lately, I've been been thinking, I want you to be... That's the song. Mm -hmm. Every day, the same song. Now, you couldn't hear the song. You would just hear Peppermint Jack. He'd throw the peppermint on the walls. He would sit down. And he would start singing. Oh, my now, God. in my head, I know how the song sounds. I know how it goes. Now, this is what it sounded like. I, there were times I'd be crying, laughing, and trying to hide my face because he would sit down, and he. this is exactly, <laughs> this is exactly how it would sound. He would go, I want you to be happier! And then he wouldn't know, like, the words in between, and then he would just hear another one. You'd be here, you're here, happier! I'm happier. I want you to be happier. But that's all he would know. And then he would kind of hum the rest, but he was so loud because he had his headphones in, he couldn't hear himself. There'd be days where, like, I would look up and the person across from me, we would, like, make eye contact and just start crying laughing. And he'd have his head down and he'd just be like, happier. And, but, like, he was over-exaggerating. Like, Peppermint Jack was into it. Uh... And then if he wasn't listening to that song, the same song every day, he would strike up a conversation. Uh, at the end, like when I moved away from there, I, from what I got from my conversations with Peppermint Jack is his son was the best football player in the history of football, but he was a kicker. He was a kicker. But I didn't know he was a kicker until like two days before I moved. I went two years thinking his son was the baddest like running back in the history of high school sports. Right. But his son was the kicker. Never knew that. <laughs> Never knew that. Uh, but his son was like, one day his son was going to like D1 school, but then the next day he would like mention like a, another school and I'd be like, did you say your son was at D? Oh, no, he don't go there anymore. He's transferred. Like, so he was one of those guys. Every story he told was like elaborate and like, like not true. Oh, uh, we know we know some people and, like that right 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 i mean i'm not even gonna say it but uh he that's peppermint jack that's what he did and uh like the week i left when i moved i i did a couple of times i had everybody there chris chris was a good dude chris together and peppermint jack left uh left. hey and, uh, hold, hold on a second uh, uh let's let's wait for you to pass under whatever cloud is breaking up your reception there. There's no cloud. I'm on the normal fucking road. Okay, well, I'm just saying. You, uh, we'll roll back the tape and you can hear that we can't hear you. Still can't hear you. This is, this is why, why don't we don't do car. This is why we don't do driving, right? I yeah, guess. this is especially. Also, you you can kind of just like a there's like a uh, a white noise that a faint white noise over your whole thing because you know the road Probably and my air, and the air sweat all of that here yeah you know for sound quality purposes uh you know you're gonna sweat anyways you're fat so it doesn't matter how oh, cold the car go. is <laughs> anyway yeah uh the last week was there peppermint jack leaves and my friend chris is sitting there with me and i said hey man what is that dude's deal and he said you know he tells stories nothing's true he's shit or blah 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 and i was like i kind of thought that i said uh he made it like his son was a good football player and he's the one who said his son was the kicker and he fucking sucked <laughs> so right so i was like what and this guy done played d1 uh and football and baseball so I, I knew he wasn't lying and i'm like really he's like yeah but anyway the reason i thought of 
Peppermint Jack today was, or was the other day, is I bought this spray for my shower, and it says Peppermint Spa Spray. Not thinking about it. So I get in the shower, the shower steam up, and I take it out, and I give a few just spritzes, and immediately the first thing I thought was, oh, my God, it smells like the sauna at California Family Fitness and Peppermint it's Jack. Instantly, my first thought. instantly transported back. I, I'm literally naked in the shower thinking about Peppermint Jack spraying the fucking walls down, anointing the walls with his, his essential oils. And that's what it smelled like. So this morning, I get in the shower, I give a few spritz, and I literally chuckled to myself. I was like, <laughs> like I just I gave myself a chuckle, and I, I literally out loud said, Peppermint Jack. <laughs> that's what I said, because it, it just made me think of him. Yeah. That's hilarious. So I, I was... Jack, and Peppermint Jack, wore, he was the guy at the gym who wore like, he had like the, you ever see like they wear like the brace on the forearm, the brace on the leg, he had wrist straps on. Like he was fully, he went to like the store and bought everything possible. Over, over accessorized. That's what he would wear. Yeah. You know? Gym bag in a gym bag. This motherfucker. Oh. No, no, let me tell you what just happened. Okay, I, because I'm going to say this is the last time we do this. Okay, go ahead. No, no, I was getting another call, mm-hmm. and and it switched over to them, and I quickly hung up with them and then called you back. So uh, Deirdre was calling me, and I answered on X. I don't even know how I answered, and she's like, hello? I just hung up and then called you back. <laughs> Well, I, no explanation. Well, I hope you let you let her know at some point, or she might just try and call you back again because you uh, you answered and hung up on her. Um, yeah. So what's funny is uh, two things I took away from that story. Uh, one reminded me of uh, when he was would sing the same song over and over again every day. Yeah. I we uh, we were uh, I don't I don't even know why I thought of this, but uh, we were in Orlando for something like a convention or something. This was like fucking 20 years ago. And, uh, one of the, one of the guys with us had like just discovered Natalie and Bruglia's, uh, new album with that song torn. I don't know if you're, I'm not, I'm not singing it, but that guy did the same thing for like the whole day. All he did on his little walk, man, was or his Walkman, Walkman, or disc, <laughs> Discman, or whatever he fucking had at that time. Listen to that song literally on loop, and was just humming along. At one point, I told him to get out of the fucking room, and I could hear him singing it to himself in the hallway outside <laughs> through the door. <laughs> I was yeah, like, dude, that's that's, so that's fucking like you need to get over that one really quick because we got two more <laughs> days up here in Orlando. <laughs> And you are not singing that song the whole time. That's funny. And then the other thing was, I was thinking about gym etiquette and the fucking people that just don't, they're just right. like, it's like, there's nobody else there. Like even in like that little gym that I have here in my apartment complex, there will be people who will walk in. There'll be, and there's three or four people already in there. They will walk in immediately make a beeline for the thermostat and touch it. I'm like, you're going to ask anyone if it's okay to turn it right. up or down? I mean, there's other people. Or they'll come in and they'll immediately start playing. They'll have one of those little like uh, Bluetooth speakers and immediately start blasting music in there. And it's like, dude, I don't want to listen to whatever the fuck you're listening to. And I like, I have no problem every single time being like, hey, 
you know, at least ask, is it okay to play it? You know, maybe we, you know, and the worst thing is like, I'll have my earbuds in and I'm listening to something. And no matter how loud I make mine, I could still hear their bullshit. And I've got it blasting my ears to the point where it's like probably causing hearing damage. Uh, or like, or like the, the assholes that are just like, not only are they on the phone, uh, talking, you know, like on their phone, but it's on speaker. And I mean, that's not a gym thing. That's an everywhere thing. But My dad does that. He is like, I, you know, you know, like you hit that point in life where like, you know, I love my dad to death, but there's sometimes where he's so embarrassing <laughs> that like, and that's one of those times he, my dad does that. I don't know how we're going on this tangent, but I'm about to bury my dad here. So <laughs> there's two things that drive me absolutely fucking insane one is the speakerphone we could be in the middle of a restaurant a store and he answers on speakerphone and i'm like put it to your ear like what do you you know what are you doing he's like i can't hear so i'm like what why could you hear any better on speakerphone i don't understand it sounds like to me it's like it's it's harder to hear out of a speakerphone but i don't know me too yeah and he but he'll have full conversations on speaker in the middle of a restaurant a store in line at anywhere and i'm like put it on the fucking ear like come on and they'll be like i can't hear but like sometimes like my my brothers are you know like they're a little rough sometimes and he's on speaker and my brother's like shit fuck cunt and i'm like oh get it off speakerphone like and my dad's just oblivious to that i don't know why he does that the second thing he does is go ahead oh i was gonna say if if you're gonna take it on speakerphone at least walk outside you know no, he doesn't do that. Yeah. But the second thing he does is answers his phone or he'll like accidentally FaceTime you, but he has it so close to his face because he thinks it's just on speaker. And, he doesn't really, and I'm like, yo, I'm on FaceTime. And it's like up his nose, like on his, like, <laughs> and I'm like, dad, it's on FaceTime. He's like, what? I didn't FaceTime you. I'm like, clearly we are face to face, right? I can see you. Like you FaceTime me. No, I didn't do that. You did that. I'm like, I didn't do that. I promise you I didn't FaceTime you. He does it all the time. Or mid-call, he'll FaceTime me. And then next thing I know, I'm speaking to his, like, nose. (laughs) Yeah, he does it all the time. And then this is the third thing he does. My dad is notorious for no matter where you are starting a conversation with someone. Well, sometimes people don't want to have this conversation with a random old man in the store. And the conversation always goes back to one thing. You want to know what that is? Uh, What? He always, you know, like if we're here in Atlanta, uh, well, actually, I will tell you a specific story that I never forgot in California. And we walk in and he's like, can I see a menu? And the lady gives him the menu and he looks at the menu and he starts striking up a conversation with her because he's leading her to the, he's leading the horse to the water and he's going to fucking smack her. <laughs> and she's having this conversation. And then out of nowhere, he goes, these prices are insane. And she's like, okay. And he goes, in Florida, he always says that, in Florida, they're not this expensive. And the lady goes, well, maybe you should go back to Florida. That's what she said to him. (laughs) And he puts the menu down. He goes, we're not eating here. And we walked out. And I was like, I'm fucking starving. He's like, I'm not eating at that place. We couldn't eat there. But when he comes to Atlanta, he does it all the time. He'll go, these prices are ridiculous in Florida. And he'll be in Publix. And the lady's like, no, the prices are the same, sir. Like, and 
he does it everywhere. He always brings up, well, in Florida, you know, you could do this or that. And everybody's always like, this is in Florida. Like, stop bringing up Florida. That's yeah, that would, that would, I would not yeah. be, I'd avoid, yeah. I'd avoid getting together with my dad if he did stuff like that. <laughs> well, I walk away usually because I'm embarrassed. Right. <laughs> but he brings up, he'll bring up, like, he'll just start, he'll strike a conversation with anyone at any moment. And, you know, some people will, they'll, they'll engage, but some people are very uncomfortable and they're like, you are in line at Target and he's striking up a conversation about like the New York Yankees. And the person's like, I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about. Like, you know, right. That's just my dad. He can talk to anybody at any moment. And that's why, I don't know if I told you this, but you know, they're living in Charlotte now and he started collecting baseball cards. Did I tell you this? Yeah, uh, yeah, and it's funny that like to start a hobby collecting baseball cards when you're like, how old's your dad? Like in his seventies, sixty-seven. Yeah. yeah, that's it's okay, sure. So he goes to the baseball card store. It's a little store, little shop in town. It's been there for. I used to live in this town fourteen years ago. It was there, so it's still it's still there, right? It's a it's a it's called AAA Collectibles. It's it's literally a father son and they own this club and i and i'm sure they don't make much money right but maybe now they do because cards are hot right now but my dad goes there to hang out like not even to he goes just to hang out with them and he's like i go with two hours a, a, a day and we talk baseball and cards and oh sports and and so but the guys love it because you know it's the one guy's like older than my dad so i think he enjoys the conversation so uh, as long as but, your dad uh, every now and then spends, he you, does. Know, you know what I mean? My dad says he spends 60 bucks a week. <laughs> he gives himself a limit, <laughs> he's got a, right? He's got a budget. So, well, now he started this collectible book. The book is, uh, he's going to get one card for everybody in the baseball hall of fame. That's his thing. So he's narrowing down this book and these guys are helping him now. So now the guys are in on it and they're like, Oh, Joe, we got you this card. You know, this, this Hank Aaron from, 72 you know you want it it'll be 10 bucks and my dad's like i'll buy it well now he goes so much my dad he'll call me at the end of the week or whatever and be like you know i spent my 60 in cards but they gave me 20 and free 20 dollars in free cards they're hooking them up with cards now ah this is yeah but they're but they've got a they've got a regular fish on the hook you gotta understand they're working him he I'm, doesn't even know completely i mean completely when when they're like right. calling you and going i found something for you they're, they're not right. they're not your buddy they just know you're going to spend money. I, dude, I worked in the comic book industry forever. Right. I worked in the in the at, in the shops. It was the same thing, and we would have the regulars. And it's like, I didn't have someone that came in every day. That would have driven me fucking nuts. But we had some. <laughs> we had. I mean, the you could have done a, a reality show on the cast and cast of oh, sure. the wide net of ranging weirdos that would come in. We had a guy that came in. He just coming on the regular. He ended up having a uh, uh, a show uh, about him uh, on like one of the crime channels or something. What? Because he was stalking like an artist for one of the comic books for for oh years. My God. And we were when they were talking about it on the show because they use like aliases. They didn't want to name anyone's actual right. names. Uh, uh. I was like, holy shit, they're talking about the convention in Miami that my brother was at and watched the whole thing go down where the police dragged him out and his mother came in and told his the mother 
yeah, yeah. Of course, they always they always live with their moms. Come on, I mean, this right. like seven. This and this guy was like a germ freak who would like who literally his hands uh, from his fingertips to about uh, almost all the way up to his to, to his elbow were a, like a different shade of red uh, than the rest of his body because he scrubbed his hands so much. He would he would wash oh, his hands four God. times while he was in the shop, and like we had those oh. narrow aisles when you would walk. And if you needed to pass each other, uh, he would he would like, you know, throw his arms up in the air and throw his back up against the, you know, the table Ooh, and the yeah. bins so that nothing made contact with you. Oh, what an odd duck. I have a visual of this guy. And it's it's hilarious. Yeah. It's, was he like semi bald? No, no. Well. He had he had a he had a full head of hair, man. He was he was at least God left him with that. You know what I mean? Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so me and Eric went to the comic uh, to the card store with my dad yeah. one day because he's like, I want to take you there. So we go in and, and, you know, here he goes right away. He goes, we walk in. He goes, these are the vandals. I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> like, this is embarrassing. So I was like, how do they know who the vandals are, oh, dad? The guy's like, he's been telling us for weeks. Two hours, like, two hours a day, every day. You're going to have to talk about you eventually. Him, he was leading him into it. Yeah. Well, of course, the one guy's a super mark and. Now, the old man was, like, talking old wrestling, you know, Arnold Scullin, you know, stuff mm -hmm. like that. And you're like, oh, you know. And then the other guy's, like, total, total Mark. And he's like, he's like, do you know Tessa Blanchard? And I was like, I mean, I know who she is. I don't, I don't know her know her. And he went on this whole story about, like, he used to hang out with her. And she came to the store. And, like, he like, hung out with some uh, TNA guys. And they, like, did some signings at his store at the little shop. And, like, you know, just super Mark. But, uh. You know, he's name dropping all these guys, and I was like, "Yeah, I know them. I know them." And uh, we talked for like fifteen minutes, and I was like, "All right," because I I get uncomfortable talking about that shit. Like, I don't I don't like talking about wrestling that I did because I just fucking I don't, it's weird. Right. So we left, and my dad was like still in there. And I went back inside. I was like, "We're leaving," and he's like, "What? What do you mean?" He was so upset that we were leaving. I was like, "I don't have all day to talk to these guys. Like, let's go." And he was just like. And they're like, see you later, Joe. And he's like, all right, Tom, all right, Ted, Dave. Like, he knows them. And I'm like, this is so weird. Uh, so then when Eric came for New Year's, my dad had his storage unit down in Boca. And my dad sent Eric, mailed Eric the keys to the storage unit and asked Eric to call him when he got there because he needed some boxes. Well, Eric shows up to my house that day and opens the trunk. And it's there's like 20 uh books of baseball cards like the old school books 20 of those and then there's these three giant plastic bins well i open the bins so he's full. he's 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 it's not like he just started collecting baseball cards no these are from the 90s right he stopped collecting in the 90s and like just started back up so he asked eric to bring all these cards i bet you that i mean there's thousands and thousands of cards but my dad's like, can you go through them this weekend? Because my dad was going to come here this weekend, but he can't. So he's like, can you go through them? And I'm like, I mean, I'll look. And, you know, Eric had gone through some of them. And, and Eric dabbles in the card business a little bit, too. And Eric's like, there's, like, there's some money in there, man. <laughs> like, there's no doubt. I said, what do you mean? He's like, there is, like, four Ken Griffey Jr. rookie cards. He's like, those are worth something right now. I was like, my dad has no clue. No clue. What's well, I there. mean. Yeah, those those cards are what uh ninety two thousand 
they're like 25 years old, 20 years old, something right. like that. So, you know, 20, yeah. 25 years old. I mean, yeah, you, you think of card right now. Cards are hot. That's weird. It's what's, basketball. Yeah. It's what's weird is that like you, anything that like, that like you had, you had access to when it originally right. came out, is it going to feel like a collectible? It's like, oh, I bought that off the shelf. You know, it's like, I remember paying, yeah, you know, right. with me, it's comic books, but it's like, I remember paying 30 cents for that. There's no way it's worth a thousand dollars now, you know, and right. you forget that like 30 years have passed and like, right. Yeah. Right. And, and whatever. So now, yeah, I'm going to go through them and see what's there. But, but, uh, when Eric went through him, he was like, you know, there's a, there's a Mickey Mantle plaque. And it's like signed by Mickey Mantle. I was like, yeah, like my dad got that in like the eighties, <laughs> like, and like Mickey Mantle signed it, and my dad put it in a plaque. And like, there's some good shit in there. There's like basketball, like Michael Jordan cards, and like that stuff could be worth a fortune right now. And he has no idea. So I'll sit through it this weekend and see what we got. But uh, who, who knows? But uh, yeah, now he's in this collecting business with his. So I asked him, "What are you going to do with this book of all these Hall of Fame baseball players?" Like, I'm I'm confused where we're going with this. And he's like, "I'm going to hand it down to you." Mm. Like that's his thing. This is Jackie. So to me and the kids. This is Jackie. Did you know Jackie? Jackie, Jackie no. had a book of cards. Uh, I think it was basketball cards or baseball. I th- or maybe you did both. But I think he had one of every player that ever played for the Marlins or something like that. Wow. Uh, maybe the rookie. I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah. remember exactly what it was. And it, and he was the same thing. It's like, Oh no, I'm doing this for my, I'm making this for my kids. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I'll get this book at some point in my life, but uh, yeah, he's, he's so into it. It's hilarious how into it he is with this. I'm like, this but is, he's got nothing else to do. He's retired. What is he going to do? This is, this mean if I'm, if I'm a quote, uh, furloughed for another week or two, I'm going to develop a strange hobby. Uh, this could happen. We c- I could, you could be back on the autograph trail soon. Yeah, auto- well, see, I never collected autographs. I did just sold them. I just got them and sold them, man. I mean, te- right. technically I have a autograph collection. Anytime I got a photo with someone, if I saw them again down the road, I would have them sign it. So, right. I mean, technically, but, but they're not worth anything because they're photos of, him with some right. someone with you know it's like you know a photo of, you know whoever let's say sting or macho man with a, some jabroni you know right, <laughs> it's like right. who's gonna want to buy that so seriously uh, yeah yeah <laughs> uh, but i never kept like you know the the like eight by ten photos you would make of those guys and sell uh i never kept like a cop one of each for myself or something like that it's like i was like right. nope that's 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 20 bucks right there that, that's like a you know right right no i get that's that, like yeah. dinner so- yeah, I don't know. So we'll see. I mean, you know, he says, he, you know, I'll hand it down to the kids or whatever. And I was like, well, Lex could give two shits about any of that. And Nick is, you know, I mean, that generation doesn't understand it. They're like baseball cards. What do you mean? Like, you know, it's like foreign to them. Right. Uh, so, I mean, I'm like, oh, you know, I'll take it if it's, you know, that's what you want to do with it. But, uh, yeah, Nick doesn't give two shits. And, yeah, Lex is a miserable emo child. So 90% of the time. Lucky we can get her to come out of her room to eat. So, <laughs> but yeah. So, but speaking of Nick, I have one more story to tell. Oh boy! About my son. Oh, I, oh! Like I, I hope his friends listen to this podcast. Did you te- you tease this last one? Didn't you? I did. So I've got to tell it today. I mean, yeah, you kind of committed to it. So, 
I was in a conversation last week with Mr. Bobby Rogers. Uh, we were talking about a. It may. Have, it was. A, it was actually. It was my birthday on Monday, and we were talking about. Uh, he was. He ordered me some IHOP for my birthday, and he said, "Did Nick eat it?" And I said, uh, "Yeah." And you know, Bobby fucks with Nick all the time, and he's like, "He's like, I'll tell that bastard, you know, whatever this, this, and this." So I sent it to Nick, and Nick's like, "What did I do to him?" And uh, you know, whatever. And Bobby's like, "No, you're just an asshole." I was like, "No, he's not wrong there." And then <laughs> Bobby brought up the story, and I go, "Oh my god, I forgot about this." So when Nick was like, uh, he was a, not a baby. He was like five or six years old. And uh, he, like, he's always been, you know, Nick's a, just a jerk. That's what he is, right? Okay. Nick, Nick the, the dick. dick. Right. So one day, uh, I think it was his birthday because everybody was there. We were doing like a, I used to do his birthday party would be a wrestling show in my backyard. We'd get the ring. All the boys would come and wrestle. We'd run a wrestling show in my neighborhood, in my backyard. And, and all his friends would come and his friends would be like, Oh my God, like your dad is a wrestler. And all these like, I mean, what kid at a wrestling party, you know, like that, that was cool shit. So everybody like started coming and he was maybe five or six turn of five or six. And, uh, I go out the front door to like, you know, I guess I think Bobby was coming in and a couple other guys or whatever. And I was like, Hey guys, what's up? And I look over and Nick is in the front yard, pants down, just taking a shit right in the front yard. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Like everybody was like, what is he doing? I was like, Nick, what are you doing? Well, so, well wait, 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 back it up. So he, yeah. it, it, he, his pants are like down, like around his ankles. Yeah. And yeah. is he like, is he like in a crouching tiger position? He's like in a crouching tiger position. Like you can, I know that you can picture the position he was in. I can't. Like I know you can. Because I did as a kid, but I didn't have my alignment right. correct and I shit in my pants. So no, he was perfect alignment and he was crouched down was he, and it was coming out. That's impressive. Like I see, I think, yeah, I'd, I'd need something to hold on to when I'm crouching. He just had his hands on his knees, and it, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God, what are you doing? And everybody sees this happening, and he turns to me and goes, if the dog could do it, why can't I? <laughs> and everybody was just like, oh, all right. <laughs> like, what are you going to say at that point? Like, you got a point, kid. So, yeah, and then I, like, brought him inside. I was like, what are you, go wipe your ass. Like, who does that? <laughs> right. Yeah. And uh, Bobby reminded me of that story, and I said, oh, my God, I've got to tell that story. And Nick's like. Don't you dare tell that story. I was like, oh, I'm telling it, pal. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the name of the podcast. If the dog can do it, why can't I? Oh, if the dog can do it. He literally, he, like, still squatting. Just all he did was just turn his head and look back at me and go, if the dog can do it, why can't I? And everybody was like, huh. I think Beast was there. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm pretty sure Beast was there. I think, uh, you know, Bobby was there. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's and Nick just shit in the front yard, and I didn't even clean it. I just left it there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, if you're not picking up the dog shit, why would you pick up his shit? Right. Right. And, it's, right. it's, just, uh, it's your front hilarious. yard, too. I mean, shit, you know. It was actually my parents' house. It was their front yard. Yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean. It's not like he went and shit in the neighbor's yard, you know. That would have been even right. better. Well, I mean, he probably would have if I let him. <laughs> well, but yeah, Bobby reminded me of that story. And I said, I got to tell that story the time that Nick shit in the front yard <laughs> because the dog did. <laughs> oh. So, oh, that's phenomenal. But, yeah, that's that's the story. Now he's 16 years old and 
he can't even make his own macaroni and cheese. So I've yeah. done well as a parent. Well, I bet he could still <laughs> shit in a, shit shit outside though. I'm sure he could. That's a skill you never lose. Right. Yeah, he did have the perfect squatting method on that one. So <laughs> the squat ratio was spot on. Yeah. I, I I think that's how we close it. I don't I don't know how we top it. Although I think it's a good topic. Maybe maybe for next week we should just each yeah. come in with a list of five things that also qualify for if the dog can do it, why can't I? I there's probably a lot of things <laughs> we can say that. I, I can think of a couple right now off the top of my head. I'm so. thinking of one especially. <laughs> I I think we have the same one. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? I, I I I will bring my notes next next week. All right, we'll each come up with with at least uh, three to five uh, uh, right things that if the dog can do it, why can't I? Unless unless Marco doesn't show up Sunday, so right then <laughs> then uh, I I feel like that's a that's a cliffhanger every Sunday. I've got to be ready for this. <laughs> I well I told him because he always comes in. Here's what and we'll I will try and close with this. He always comes in like a little. I don't want to say he's coming in hot, but like yeah. every Sunday, it's like he's coming back from doing something early in the morning, like flying his planes or something. Right. At, but something has happened either Saturday night or Sunday morning that's got his fucking life in some kind of upheaval, right. like a fight with the wife or a fucking this or a that. And I'm like, I'm like, we got to move back to, to doing this on Saturday because too much happens like between the late hours well, of but you know what though but i feel like maybe that you're his therapist like this is his therapy but he doesn't talk about He's... it on the podcast it's oh he just comes in I grumbles see. a bit i try and i let him take a hit or two off the uh the pen and yeah. uh hopefully that mellows him out enough to get through the uh get through the hour yeah. you know so yeah i i i feel like we'll see him uh you know, Sunday. I, I feel good about it. I think we could string okay. two. two right. I well, think not, hey, I'm available. I think we could string two in a row together. Get a good streak going, like your diet. Day three, baby. <laughs> I am going to go home and eat, though, right now, because uh, I, I do feel a little sluggish. i got to put some calories in. And I am going to have dinner tonight is corned beef and cabbage. Totally mm. keto, baby. All right. Woo! Well, that's... Uh... that's uh, I'm, I'm excited for you. I'm excited on this new journey of yours that uh, will lead to a second journey back up the scale. Hey, what, listen, what better way to, there's nothing better than the journey to lose weight and then the journey to put it back on. It's the, such a good, fun journey. I'll tell you the journey to journey, putting it back on is so much more fun than the journey losing. It really is. <laughs> this is miserable going the other direction. I mean, it's not even like a hundred to one difference. No, no. <laughs> Awful. So. All right, fatty, go, uh, All right. go, uh, go finish your drive there. Goodbye. Okay, bye.